I was at a, a sing song in Kilmurray years ago. I think it was like New Year's Eve. Hey, record. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, are we recording? Because this looks like it's something that we don't want to hear twice. Great story, no, you Um I was it was New Year's Eve, Kilmurray, there was a bit of a sing song started. Yeah. Uh like I don't know, <laughs> two o'clock in the morning or yeah. something. And everyone was kind of taking it was noble call, so it was going around the room and it was the usuals like Caledonia and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then this guy who had come home from Christmas, he's been he's been living away. Where? Where? I think he was in Canada at the oh, time. Okay. I think very, he's still in Canada, actually. Poor, yeah. Poor man's America. Go on anyway. Came to him <laughs> and the, the whole room hushed and everything. And he broke into, What would you do if your son was at home? <laughs> no I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> I have never seen so many side eyes because everyone was still being respectful, <laughs> allowing him to sing. But he did the whole thing. You're what serious? would you do? What would you do? Are you serious? <laughs> like, where do you look? What's the bit at the end of it? It's like, because this is the game called Live. Hold up. Or something. <laughs> did he do a hold up? He did the whole thing. That is an amazing way, though, to really rock the boat. Rock the boat. Be excommunicated from Kill Murray forever. <laughs> this guy's been away from home far too long. It's far time to too come long. Home. Normally, when you come home at Christmas, the, the maddest thing you do is you've got some kind of a fancy coat or something. Oh, yeah. You don't go singing, what would you do? <laughs> Look at this fella here now with his shoes with no laces. Jeez, look at him. Huh? Whenever there's a sing-song, because I don't know any songs in full, mm-hmm. uh, if it comes to You me, don't do a medley, do you? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Grease Megamix. No All right, guys, here we go. <laughs> Walu! Ha! <laughs> uh, if it comes to me, I'll be like, oh, shit, now I have to sing. Yeah, so. so I'll just go, the old triangle. And when I, get, when I get to a certain point, everyone's like, oh. And then they all go, hey, jingle. And then I just leave the crowd take off and I just kind of oh, mumble in the background. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. What's your go-to sing-song song? Sing My sing-song song, song um, it's been with me for years and years and years because we sang it once for, I don't know, did you ever do score? It was like this kind of talent competition when you were a kid. I didn't score until I was about 22, <laughs> to be honest with you. It was Bright Blue Rose. We were in a, a ballad group and I swear to God, I can't go to anywhere. Uh, Christy Moore. Christy Moore. Oh, I know Christy Moore's song. I've never heard Bright Blue, Bright Blue Rose. It's really hard to say. Bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> yeah. So that one haunts me for years. Yeah. So, Give yeah, us a blast of it. Nope. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it well, is. No, you just sang uh, the old triangular. Oh, she call. did. Noble yes. call. <laughs> Angle, noble call. What? No, give her a noble call. What's a noble call? Oh, oh my God. What's a what? noble call? What's a noble call? He's not Irish. He's not oh, really Irish. No, don't take my no. passport. Oh, no, no. Oh, have you? I just okay. got the photo redone. So when the last leprechaun died, he passed on the last piece of magic to the people of Ireland. And yeah. that it's you've the magic ability that once you sing a song and then you say noble call in the person's name, that they are actually magically compelled to sing a song even against their will. <gasps> noble call. So you finish call. the song and then you go, noble call, Sean Murphy. And then Sean Murphy's like, ah, Jesus and then he's you know triangle and if you can't sing you tell a joke you tell a story you have to do some form oh, of I've a never heard this before. party no, piece nope, performance thing yeah yeah. Okay, that's, how, that's so how Keith Barry got started in magic he couldn't do a song and he was just like pick a card any card yeah. I'm not smart I'm yeah. just magic Queen of Hearts oh he got it right, oh, right. so you know you can noble yeah, call noble Lorraine. call uh, Lorraine Murphy the one piece now. for okay, a song okay. thank you don't, don't mess with this now I want to hear a bit of bright blue rose yeah because I've actually never even heard the song either yeah. so go on what would you do if your son was at home? <laughs> wow, Christy Moore's really ghetto, isn't he? <laughs> Ross, what's your song? Um, no, wait, can you just hum that song at yeah. least? Like, what, I, I genuinely don't know the name of it. Um, Bright Blue Rose. Yeah. I skimmed across backwater without once submerging. 
you know she was a backup singer in a band before? Oh, I was for, for Actually, I was the lead singer in a band for what? one day. One day. One day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, was yeah. it that bad? It was, it was pretty bad. Um, the band... I'd say in just the week before I, I joined it had about seven different names uh, probably a, a different name every day and I joined they settled it. on you two they got Bono oh, back yeah. the bass player and the lead guitarist some uh, local fellow from Kilmurray Bonobo is it? <laughs> the bass player and the lead guitarist fell out in the day that I had joined and uh, it was game over ball burst oh, no. so one day what was the band called? I can't even remember to oh. be honest. There was so many different names, but yeah, yeah, lead singer of the band. And you were backup singer of the band? No, I wasn't. That's oh, the dream. That's your dream. That's the dream. Oh. I think that'd be so fun to be a backup singer because you don't have the pressure. And you get to do like sashaying and swaying. The little yeah, yeah and a click. dances. Love that. Yeah. Plus, yeah. when there's like more than one backup singer, it's like you know if you forget where you are in the, in the words, you'd be, see, do a box on it. Old triangle. Everybody now. All together. My go-to song. Well, my go-to karaoke song is uh, either I'm Too Sexy by Right Set Fred Oh, wow. Or uh, Mr. Boombastic by Shaggy. You I love that song. You're I always picking that song. that song on the show. Yeah. And I can go low enough. I can go raspy enough Come that on. I can do it. No, hang on a second. And um, <laughs> my, I don't think I have, I think probably Johnny Cash or something or else Christy Moore if I was doing Noble Call mm-hmm. because uh, otherwise, yeah, you'd cause ructions if you started singing something contemporary. Yeah. I'm not like your man in Kilmurray, like Jesus See, look, we're a progressive bunch in Kilmurray. I'm I love the way what. there's loads of side eye for that song. Yeah, we start singing the Wolf Tones. Everyone's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's into oh, yeah. it. One of us. <laughs> Good man. Um, you were in a band. Were you ever in a band or anything? I was or? in a rap group. What? <laughs> were you? Yeah. This is just, this is about a year after I wrote my autobiography. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which we're still looking for. What a chapter this is going to be. looking yeah. for. Um, and it was called, uh, first we were called, so there was Be Wonder. And Martin Ryan, melancholic, a uh, great rapper. Uh, it was himself. He was B Wonder, and then I was MC because I just thought, like, wouldn't it be cool if you just called MC because everyone's like MC something? So I'll just be MC, and it stood for Mad. See you next Tuesday, <laughs> right? So that was that oh. was the first one, and then uh, and then we got a producer guy on board who did all the beats and stuff, and then uh, his name was Scooby, and uh, we were called the tr- we were called the trilogy then because it was three of us. We knew <laughs> so all the, we knew all the words for three. We were going to nice. be called Trifecta. We called ourselves Trilogy. Yeah, so, so you were uh, in a rap group. You were the lead singer of a band. Yeah, and I <coughs> was a percussionist in an orchestra. Or excuse me, Thank you. were you playing yeah. the old triangle? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, full circle, full circle. <laughs> well, were I, you? I, I, well, the funny thing is, I actually did have to play the triangle. Yeah, and you there, did. There was music. There was scored music for the triangle. What? Yeah, like like sheet music. Yeah, you can't just randomly play the triangle. Oh no, you have to stay in time, watch the conductor, keep count and... You're uh, joking me. Read the music. Yeah. Did you ever come in at the wrong time? You're joking. You're um, joking. Did I ever come in at the wrong time? No, but I remember we played um, We played a concert in City Hall mm-hmm. and one of the songs we were playing first, the timpani was the first thing you heard... And I went on for like two bars of a roll. Was this the Shane Box moment? This was the Shane Box oh, moment. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. So Solo. Wetting. Yeah. It's like a sold out city hall balcony and all taken up. Sheesh, balcony and all. Yeah. And the Timothy then are those big drums. It's like the drum roll you'd hear like the Oscars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that thing. Yeah. Uh, so I had to do that. So I had to start the piece. Oh. Yeah. The pressure was unbelievable. Oh, and wow. how did it go? Uh, it went grand. Yeah. Okay. But the thing with the Timothy is you have to tune, they're like tuned drums. Oh. So you play it, you've got four of them. You play what you need and then on the side while you're trying to keep count. Uh, you all right? Yeah, just burp. 
uh, on the while you're keeping count, while you're watching the conductor keep count and everything, and you're, you're following the music, you have to tune the drum. Oh, wow. Very oh, lightly. What? Yeah. So oh, that's like high pressure. Press the pedal and it <gasps> tightens the skin. How do you practice on that? Like, do you take home a timpani? No, so you go, so Colum is where yeah. all the uh, instruments were for percussion. So much money in that school. Yeah. Like, they had that's, everything. Yeah, we, like, had a, we, had a, we had a rocket launching pad and everything on the roof. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We did not. Right. Yeah. What kind of school is this? We used to call it BASA. It was Balancholic Aerospace uh, <laughs> okay. Academy. <laughs> BASA. Going to BASA. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, you would go there and practice. Okay. And then we would practice with the full orchestra. Oh, I wow. always wonder who, about people who, who play those kind of instruments, like bagpipes and stuff. Yeah. I mean, those really loud, obnoxious things yeah. to learn. Illin pipes. Oh, I love the illin pipes. But yeah, learning that must be <laughs> a like disaster. Yeah, sounds like someone's strangling a small animal. Oh, I love the illin pipes, though. <laughs> yeah. And then I start doing the notes, and you're like, oh, thank God. It reminds me of Ross and Friends. Remember when he was playing Celebrate? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> one of the greatest TV moments. <laughs> Um, would you like me to dig out one of the trilogy songs? <laughs> oh, please. Do, did you need to ask? Last time I did the opera house, I went in, sound engineer was there and he was like, uh, I've got something for you. And I was like, what? And then over the entire speaker system of the opera house, he starts playing a trilogy song. His brother was Scooby and he had saved down all the music <gasps> from years ago. Oh my God. Yeah. Now it is atrocious. Oh, I want to hear this. Atrocious. How easy is it to get your hands on this? Um, I could it could be online. There used to be a website called irishhiphop.com and all okay. the music was up there, but uh, otherwise I can just try and track it down off you, man. Okay, well, let's insert clip here. And cue embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't hear the clip, we couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do a live search for it, lads. Do a live search. Oh, yeah, let's. Yeah, irishhiphop.com trilogy. I could have an American accent. I'm not sure when I dropped oh, it. Oh, even better. I'm not sure when I dropped it. It could have just been when it was me and... Uh, and uh, be wonder. Was there like music videos as well, or is this just no, a, no, no. an this image? Was early the, days. Oh yeah, okay. What did yeah. you call it? Irish hip hop. Irishhiphop.com. Oh, mad. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just playing um, like the Harry Potter theme and stuff. <laughs> Class <laughs> gangster. Well, I'm sure mine will be a bit more embarrassing than yours. To be honest with you. Yeah, it's you're mad. just you're playing proper music as an orchestra. That's class. Yeah. Audio archives. So, what am I looking for here? Uh, the trilogy. The trilogy is here. Oh, oh yes. Oh, here we go. Oh god, why did I even say this? Yeah. Why did I even say this? Why is it not letting me click on it? Oh, I, I've just deleted the whole website. <laughs> <laughs> it's a paid subscription. If you could just That's it, yeah. yeah. Forty two euros a month to listen to a terrible rap group from two thousand and one. Now, which would you like to hear, Box? Oh my god, there's a selection. Here we go. The back the back catalogue. Oh my god. <laughs> would you like to hear Coming through. Oh, wow. I, do, I don't even remember that. Unnatural disasters. Okay, go on. Or mood swings. I don't even know. If and I'm apparently, on. there's an interview. I don't even. <laughs> I, I don't know. That, oh, do you know what that could be? That could be on. <laughs> oh my god! This is the first time I've been embarrassed in about ten years. This could be. This could be me and Martin and Scooby doing an interview in with a Zeke. In the CUH hospital radio. No, stop. Oh no, lads, we need we need logins. <laughs> oh. What kind of oh, logins? Oh no, it's a username and password. Just email the info, email there saying we have one of the artists with us. Uh, <laughs> artists, that's yeah. a stretch. Oh my God. I think Unnatural Disasters actually is me with an American accent. 
forlorn, seven years lying within the storm as oh, I begin to mourn yeah. the loss of my emotion and devotion and content and exempt of desolation, <laughs> manifestation of the man unapologetic for choosing the eyes of the blind. I can't remember. Oh, no, I can't believe we got so close. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe next week. Okay, maybe, maybe next, next week, week if okay. everybody rates this podcast five stars if we get up to a hundred five star reviews bonus material yeah. now you need to campaign for that because you know how hard it is to get five star reviews oh my god yeah. oh I'm raging with that <laughs> look at that and is there anything on YouTube now would it no, be on YouTube I, I would doubt it <laughs> are you just saying that now to get out of a scene <laughs> no like, I don't I wouldn't even look yeah, out for you yeah. oh, yes, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. there's stuff to get through uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh why do you are you alright? I'm alright, yeah. Do you know what it is? Did you just get sick in your mouth? Do you know what it is? It's lack of food because somebody was supposed to bring in treats today and they never did. Oh, okay. Oh, go on. Um, Story time. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't usually record the podcast intro uh, on the day we're doing it right now. Yeah. And we did just all have an Eccles cake. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. Delicious Eccles cake. I could, I could have had something else though, I'll just say. Yeah. You could have got so, something healthy. You could have got hummus and, and some sort of carrot sticks if oh, you want okay. to stay healthy. Oh yeah, break the budget. Yeah. <laughs> Handing in those receipts going, Hummus, yeah, bougie you, you show. You hand in receipts. Yeah. Oh, do we not do oh, that? No. no. Oh, yeah, for everything. They're like, Eccles cake again. <laughs> yeah, it's content. Uh, I think it's just as well. I don't think people could have taken a third podcast of hearing us going, Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Lovely. Pums yeah. <laughs> everywhere. They were just skipping forward going, Yeah, just get to the bits. Yeah, get to the bits. Yeah. Uh, okay, we will definitely try and track that down, though. Yeah, Especially because you looked very uneasy there when we were like so close. <laughs> oh my like, God, yeah. I've never seen him squirm small actually. Small sweat oh, kicking in I there. actually am sweating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about next week we do a showcase where we, can you do can you get your hands on a triangle? Uh, no. <laughs> what? Where am I going to get a triangle? Could you bring in a timpani uh, next week? <laughs> yeah, just can, you bring in. In a, can you bring in a triangle? Uh, no, I don't own a triangle. <laughs> can you get your hands on one? Can you uh, go back to your old alma mater of Clash to Column and be like, any, lads, any spare triangles? No, because if I go in there, they'll be like, sorry, sir, can you get out of the school? <laughs> 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 Thank God I got a haircut, please. <laughs> Stranger danger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, will you give us a, a be- blast of a song next week, so? And then we'll play... Trilogy. Me. If we get a hundred, if we get a hundred five star oh, reviews, I've got a great idea. Go on. How about? We, oh my god, we do a trio song. No. How about <laughs> me and Lorraine just don't do anything? This sounds like and we find horseshit. some stuff from the trilogy. I'm loving it. I yeah. am loving it. Great plan. Yeah, sounds like bullying. Honestly, we don't want to like edit down the song, or right? we'd like oh, to get yeah. the full you know, three minutes or so. In. Seven. <laughs> Seven. Oh my god. We called it our opus. <laughs> One step away from working with Rick Rubin. I know. <laughs> Come here, we're help, we're helping people out with their lives this week. We're like we're actually like proper like uh, Sally Jesse Raphael. Yeah, do you know what? Over oh, close to fifteen <laughs> She's minutes. My favorite in, turtle. <laughs> close to fifteen minutes into uh, this podcast, we should probably explain why we were talking about what would you do if someone was at home. It was because oh yeah, we had been talking about the dilemma that we were sorting out on the show mm-hmm. this week. Maggie was in touch. She was yeah. So she basically was telling us that. Uh, one of her housemates she's got two housemates two female housemates one of them's after getting a boyfriend the boyfriend is as she described it a plague on the house mm-hmm. he's eating all of their food uh, he's making messes he's not cleaning up after himself he's using their toiletries he's leaving the bathroom in a mess he's PDAs with the girlfriend are making them uncomfortable making them stay in the room and all that kind of yeah. stuff as well it's the, it's the kind of thing that like 
You know, once it starts happening the first couple of days or two, you're a bit like, mm, and then it starts silently rotting away at you and you get more and more mad and you're kind of going, how, this is going to stop. They're going to surely, they'll surely cop on yeah. and then they don't cop on and you're just seething And of it. course, someone in a new relationship, they think that the sun, the moon, the stars shine out of the person's arse as well. So yeah. they see nothing wrong with it. Imagine, mm. think about this. Imagine if you had one Eccles cake inside in the press and you went there and all <sighs> that was left was a couple of little crumbs of sugar. Nothing worse. I would be done for murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine, imagine now somebody stole your jambon that you were I, looking forward to. First of all, I've never had a jambon long enough. I've never put a jambon down once. I've I've never once went, this will be for later. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even ask him to bag it. Yeah, take, yeah. it take it straight from the top. I walk around the counter and lean in like a horse and squeeze it out of the top. <laughs> Crumbs on top of the glass window. <laughs> Thank you, that was lovely. Yeah, I'd be raging. I'd be raging. And uh, I've. have you ever had, have you ever lived in house shares? Yes. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I lived with uh, I lived with three women when I was about twenty, mm. nineteen actually, and um, they were very kind of they were much older than me. Like they were like probably they're probably thirty five, about fifteen years older than me. They're all professionals, you know. They're all like accountants and nurses and stuff like that, and they had like a rota for cleaning and stuff like that. Mm. So it was grand. I kept, did all that kind of stuff. But then they had this thing, which was like, oh, each week we all put 20 euros into this like kitty and then that's to get like anything that we need for the house. There was about 480 euros in the kitty and nothing was being bought and it just kept accumulating. And I was like, can we put a pause on this kitty? <laughs> but whose responsibility was it to buy the stuff? Whoever, like when, whenever someone decided we needed something, like if, we, if you needed like floor cleaner or whatever, but nothing was, be, nothing was coming out. It was all going in because they were all working professionals. They were out most of the day. I was working most, out most of the day. So when people, people came home, they just had to do little bits and pieces. But it wasn't as if there was stuff we were eating through stuff. So I was there going, there's 480 quid inside in there. We're all putting 20 euros in. I guarantee you, your one was waiting for all of us to move out and then she'd have like two grand inside in a pot. That, I think she was waiting us out. Mm. Yeah, so I kicked up a bit of a fuss. Oh. Yeah, and I left them two weeks later. <laughs> and she left kept her money. or kicked out? Uh, let's just say I wasn't there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nor was the kitty. <laughs> um, oh, I think everybody has got a housemate story though. Everybody in Cork. We, got, we had so many messages in for Maggie because it's something that everybody can relate to. Everybody's had some form of a housemate story. I lived with a group of people in Galway, a group of people I didn't know. Okay. And uh, there was one guy who, after a couple of weeks, quickly became known as Dirty Johnny. Dirty Johnny. Dirty Johnny. Please tell me, please <laughs> tell me his it. name was Johnny and it wasn't. His name was Johnny. <laughs> oh, thank but God. But Johnny had no self-awareness at all when it came oh. to uh, boundaries oh. or hygiene or oh. anything that Norman adults would do really uh, there was so many times you'd come up the stairs and the bathroom door is wide open Johnny is there sitting with his pants down on the toilet on the toilet on the toilet door wide open <laughs> what is he a toddler a <laughs> door wide open and doesn't flinch and he's like how are you Lorraine hang on a doesn't second doesn't flinch doesn't flinch so and you're sitting there looking at Johnny on the toilet oh disgusting my God. didn't wash his hands either didn't wash his hands. Well, that Disgusting. would be that would be the least of the problems when you're seeing someone taking a shite. I wouldn't be like, and did you wash your hands? Maybe did you stand there and wait for him to finish and then go, no. you never washed your hands? Yeah, I was gonna say you'd know if he didn't wash his hands because the door is wide open. <laughs> Johnny then as well, uh, he was desperate. He was one of those people that took all the plates and cups and cutlery and everything up to his room. Oh, so there one was one them. time we weren't the kind of house that like you'd walk into each other's rooms at all. So like yeah. the doors were always kind of yeah. kept closed, personal space and yeah. stuff, you know. But there was one time 
time it had gone on Personal for so long. Personal space, you might shit on the landing. <laughs> <laughs> Having a full-blown conversation with you in the room across the hallway. Yeah. How's work? <laughs> Hang on a second. I've got a, I've got a pile. Nothing worse if we dropped the toilet roller, rolled out the door, going, dash, should I close the door? Damn it. <laughs> okay, so you walk up one day, go on. So... There was there was one day it was just after getting so far there was nothing left in the kitchen there was no nothing to drink from everything was in Johnny's room so one of the lads that I lived with was like this is it right like we're just going to have to go into his room and get the stuff so John is <laughs> like in. a SWAT team yeah <laughs> I was like I'm, I'm my sevens guys two behind two behind me single file in Watch the corners suits. <laughs> Now, knowing his personal hygiene regime, I was like, I'm not going in there. I am not. I'm not even looking in there because like I just you could get the smell even walking by the room. So I was like, I'm not even going in there. So Jonathan was the brave one that went in and I could hear the shrieking from upstairs down in the kitchen. Jonathan had walked in. Firstly, the, the, the entire cups and plates and cutlery and everything is in one corner but in the other corner there's a gigantic pile of hair. 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 Like, hair. So Johnny <laughs> used to shave his own head. And yeah. leave a pile of hair in the corner. And he would collect the hair in the corner. Okay. <laughs> collect I, the hair. But it gets worse, okay? So when Johnny moved how in... can it get worse? <laughs> when, how high was the pile? Like, definitely over a foot. You're joking. Yeah, definitely. You're choking. You're choking. <laughs> definitely over a foot of hair. That's like seven months of hair. Disgusting. And there was mould all over the cups and plates and everything. And what's worse, right? So Good I, thing I didn't bring treats. <laughs> I was there when Johnny moved in. So I saw what the room looked like before Johnny moved yeah. in. Mm-hmm. I went up when Jonathan shrieked and Jonathan's bed was missing. And there was just a mattress on the ground. Right. Johnny's bed was missing. There was just a mattress on the ground. So he was after removing the bed frame somehow, which I actually don't know how you even got it up the stairs because it was really narrow and stuff. So somehow in he the He must few... have disassembled it. Yes. And brought it down piece by piece. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Was For he, what reason? Was he burning it? Did he sell his bed? I don't know. But there was just a mattress with one flimsy little sheet on it. But it gets even worse. Uh. Johnny had a girlfriend who stayed over in the house multiple times a week and obviously was okay with sleeping on this oh, weird mattress. That's thing. nearly worse. <laughs> with the pile of hair in the corner watching you. Like some sort of hairy perv. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the Dubliners just being like, go on, fair play to you. <laughs> oh, There's some man for one man. That is horrendous. is so grim. A pi- I've never heard a pile of hair pile ever of described hair. in a domestic setting. Yeah. Dare I ask, have you ever heard from this guy or seen or heard anything about him since? No, do you know what's worse is that (laughs) you you were that girlfriend. (laughs) No, absolutely not. But he used to work in a bar in Galway that I refuse to go into anymore because I think he might still be working there. And knowing his personal hygiene, I'm like, I don't want to drink out of a glass that he's potentially touched. Mm, I won't say the name of the bar that... He's potentially oh. working in. So, um, yes. So everybody's got a housemate story. Mm. Yeah. A friend of mine, uh, he was quite particular on the old clean of uh, clean up of the kitchen. Um, and if someone was in there making like a sandwich or something or, you know, there was like crumbs left on the counter, he would scoop them all up and then scoop them into his hand off the counter. And because it happened so many times, he would go up to this housemate's bedroom and he would just put the crumbs, he would lift up their duvet <laughs> and put, put the crumbs into the bed and oh. put the sheet back down because there was never anything done about it, even though he had brought it up. And then, like he said... The odd night you'd hear your man like go up the stairs, like, and he was obviously going to bed. And then out of nowhere, he'd be like, "What the?" <laughs> <laughs> and just 
So your man getting in, just all itchy, going, what is in the bed? It was just all crumbs, yeah. But that's only because your man wouldn't, he never cleaned up after him. Like, he would do the bare minimum and then yeah. just leave, like, his knife and his plate and stuff in the sink and yeah. walk away. So your man's like, well, tough now. He's getting all the crumbs. Those situations turns us so petty, so though, doesn't petty. it? Oh, yeah. Ridiculously petty. You'd never do that in a normal day, but it's just, when it happens so often, you're like, right, well, this is all that this can is, happen. Eh? Is it? No, it's war. <laughs> yeah. Absolute war. Crumbs in the bed. Uh, will we crack on with the podcast? Yes, loads yes. on this week's podcast. All of Maggie's dilemma and all of the advice that's come in from people at Cork. Uh, Anthony's on the podcast. We're he playing is. Tell Me Lies. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Romans, like the entire world was talking about so the who Romans. Wouldn't who wouldn't be? There's loads more in the podcast. Enjoy. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. Yesterday. Just as the show was ending, I think we were just about a minute away from the show ending yesterday, we got a voice note from listener Maggie. Okay. Now, Maggie is looking for some advice on something. Something that I think so many people in Cork will have experience of and will have thoughts on this. Is this the voice note that you wouldn't play to us? Yes. Okay. I've kept this from... Uh, you were like, this is for tomorrow. And I was yeah. like, what is it? See, I want you to listen to this for the first time live on air, okay? So Maggie uh, sent this yesterday. Question is, what does she do in this scenario? Have a listen. Hey guys, what is the crack? Just wanted to start off by saying... I just absolutely love the show. He's like, you always have me skitting. And I just wanted to like message and get your opinion on a bit of an issue that I'm having right now. So like I've lived with my two housemates for a good while now. We're like three girls and we're in a house chair. And like I didn't know them before moving in. Like we've always really got on anyways. And like we haven't had any issues in the past up until about like two months ago. Uh, one of the girls got a boyfriend <laughs> and like at the start like we didn't really think anything of it like we just thought it was grand like whatever but like over the last few months he's just become such a plague on the house and like that's to put it mildly at least for like me and the other girl anyways he's just so inconsiderate about the house and about like respecting like kind of any just like tidy rules and things like that that we have because he is just such a slob to put it lightly like he doesn't like he like he doesn't clean up in the kitchen and that's like after he'll like go through our cupboards and like look for food and like he'll take stuff out of the fridge. Like he'll just go through like all of our stuff even if it's not his girlfriend's and like he knows that it's not his girlfriend's and he'll take it anyways. And like it's the same in the bathroom as well. Like he'll just use like all of our products and like will never tidy up after himself. And like <laughs> there's just constant like PDA going on around the house like to the point where like like me and the other roommate, like we've taken to just staying in our rooms because we were just that uncomfortable. So we just kind of don't really know what to do. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Please help. Thank you. That's the message we got from Maggie yesterday. Ooh. I'm already, I'm fuming. I'm fuming at your man. <laughs> at your man? Yeah. Okay. First of all, eating your food. Oh, well, if this if that, if that happened, he'd be going out through the window. Like straight out. If the, if I went down, and there was one cube of fat or less. I'd be like, listen, we need to have a chat. I feel like we've all been in this scenario at some stage or another. Whether it's living in a college house or if you're living with with housemates or a friend bringing friends. someone out all the time and they're kind of like getting in, even just getting in the in in the group and mixing up the the dynamic of the group. It's such an awkward one, though, isn't it? Because you don't want to, like she said, you don't want to create tension and go, we don't like your boyfriend, or even even having to bring it up. It's awkward. I hate this kind of confrontational stuff. I think it's more awkward if you're a girl. I think if 
it's guys that were just like, dude, she's a goal. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas, like, I think girls are always like, we try to preserve the friendship and the harmony. We and overthink the love it massively. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Here's my opinion on this, right? Okay. Sometimes people choose the wrong people in life, right? So, in, in what's the person's name? Maggie. In Maggie's opinion, her housemate has chosen the wrong guy. And her wrong choice has made their life a bit of a misery. Well, Maggie. You chose the wrong housemate, so now you've all chosen wrong people, ah, and no. you all have to just live with no. your choices. Controversial, no. <laughs> controversial. It's so difficult. Like something does need to be said, but how do you how do you bring this up? It's so awkward when you have this situation going on in front of you, and you have to spend more time in your room because you don't want to be around this person and stuff. It's so awkward. It kind of makes things a little more awkward as well considering they're not the best of friends. They yes. are yes. technically friends because they're housemates. Because if you were good friends you could be like ah, come here would you Yeah. Would, like, I've known you, know. you since 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 second class yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 So when when you don't well, like you know when you're kind of like in that situation it's much more difficult to bring the subject up. I'd say I, my advice is one of you sleep with him and then tell her that he cheated oh on her. Oh my God. <laughs> that is the worst advice ever. Maggie, do not take that advice. What? It would solve the problem. That's terrible advice. <laughs> at least you get your food saved anyway, at the very least. I think Maggie does need to say something. Maybe her and the other housemate have to just have a little bit of an intervention oh when God. he's not there and have some kind of awkward conversation. No, already I'm coming out with a sweat even thinking of having to do that. Has anybody got experience of this? I feel like there's so many people that's oh, going to have a say be. on this. Let us know. Loads of advice coming in for Maggie. Oh, if I was in that situation, how Sharon? Dad, your man be going out through the window. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> out through the window. Also, they say on WhatsApp. Hi lads, you should tell him that because we're all friends here and we all look after one another and you seem to not. And at the end of the month, we're going to bill you for cleaning services and the stuff you're stealing. Preach it, sister. Do you know what? It's not bad advice, oh. though. Yeah, absolutely. I That's mean, a good just, one. You, you have to be careful how you phrase it or whatever. But like, if you kind of bring up money, that's when people don't yeah. really like it. Also, uh, good morning to this person on WhatsApp. There's only one answer for it. Eye drops. <laughs> nice cup of tea. <laughs> and a nice bottle of eye drops. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Maybe not that. We no, especially when he doesn't clean up the bathroom after himself. That's the problem. <laughs> we won't poison him. Keep the advice coming in for Maggie. Have you been in this situation before? What should she do? So many messages this is coming insane. in this morning. Maggie is going to be inundated with advice. She's going to be on to us tomorrow saying, how do you get through loads of bits of advice? <laughs> <laughs> Maggie sent us a message yesterday, if you're just tuning in. Uh, she's having a bit of a problem in her house. She's living with two other girls. One of the other girls is after getting a boyfriend. The boyfriend now thinks he lives there and he's Eating taking massive liberties yeah, there. Using their toiletries, not cleaning up after himself. Loads of PDAs that they feel uncomfortable. Yeah. He's basically just... After after slugging his way into the house, after moving in, and it's yeah. not cool. It's not cool pest. at all. Uh, good morning to Aoife who sent us this. So I have a few ideas, but they're all they're all kind of toxic. <laughs> Maybe put some Vit hair removal cream or something in a Ooh. in a shampoo bottle and leave that only that bottle in the bathroom for him to use. <gasps> you know, she might not like him if he's bald. Um, oh or start putting makeup on his clothes. 
and like spraying perfume on them so that'll cause riff in the relationship and you won't even have to get a bottle. Aoife, you are a genius. <laughs> Dirty. You are a genius. Uh, don't cross Aoife, everybody. Yeah, you know if you start spraying perfume on his clothes then the girlfriend's going to be like, I'm up. sorry, that's not my perfume. I that like, is uh, horrifically poisonous. I feel like this isn't uh, Aoife's first rodeo. Oh, no. No. No, no. <laughs> no, no. That's the voice of experience no. there. Yeah, that's like the Shoop song, burn him someone's clothes in their car. <laughs> Uh, very easy, Maggie. You and your roommate kiss your man in front of your roommate. She moves out, he moves on, and life goes on. Comes in from Lee. Hey, I'm not Jeez. sure about that advice either. Uh, he is a freeloader. Get rid. Tell his girlfriend if you uh, have to. The, if have to go or the other to look for somewhere else. If he is not paying his way, starve him out. Wait, wait, wait. Is he <laughs> saying the other out. two move out of the house and let the boyfriend and girlfriend at it? No, she said. Yeah, she said. Well, either we move out, so that's two rents gone. Or, oh, I see. Or he moves. Or he moves out with her. Because like. Maggie, you are going nowhere. Don't you feel the no, need to no, move out no. of that house? No, 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 no. no, that's no. It. They should. They should basically just starve him out, like a siege. Do you ever see the movie with Jean Claude Van Damme? Siege him out. Oh, very same. Very same as a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Keep the advice going in for Maggie. Thank you to everybody who's been in touch with advice for Maggie this morning. Maggie is having some trouble with her housemates. Well, one one housemate in particular. Well, one housemate's boyfriend. Yeah, so yes. he, one of the housemates gets a boyfriend. Boyfriend's eating all the food, using all their toiletries, lying on the couch, taking up room, PDAs with the girlfriend. They're uncomfortable in the house. They think he's an absolute, as she says, plague. plague. <laughs> and she wants to know, well, how do you tell the how do you tell the friend that the boyfriend is uh, is wrecking their heads and wrecking their house? Good morning to Rory. Says, advice for Maggie, buy really expensive food and make a deal that it is important food. Set it up so the boyfriend guy eats it oh. before everyone else. Then make a big deal of it. Now the conversation can start with all of the housemates on people taking food, especially visitors. Oh. What with all the stitching up of people? Like, there's, there's, no, a lot. <laughs> there's no direct conversations happening. It's you're, all devious. You're plans. ruthless like. That's Rory. Rory, what do you identify as? <laughs> uh, also, Aoife's been on again. Now, Aoife was, uh, she had the cunning plan earlier on. She's back to us. Sorry, I just thought of another genius idea. So you make a fake p- Tinder page of him. Ooh. Then... Obviously, it'll be on your phone, so take a screenshot of it and then show it to her and be like, oh my God, he's on Tinder. You have to break up with him. Genius. <laughs> Genius! <laughs> if I say so myself. <laughs> I, I love this woman. I love you her love so this much. Woman. I want to be best friends with Aoife because she would have your back. Yeah, she'd have your back, yeah. And she's putting the knife into it <laughs> just because you ate one of her jam bonds or something. She, that is that is ruthless. Okay, so what is our overall advice then uh, to Eva? There's been so much coming in. What do you think, Ross? What, what's your advice for Maggie? Uh, I think you either need to start a massive fight with your man, right? So then your one has to make a choice or sleep with him. And then Gosh, say he's after cheating extreme. on you. Extreme. Well, well, listen. That's extreme. Listen, two for one. Producer box. Uh, I think <laughs> I'm going to go down the route of not having to do anything face to face. Okay. And Ooh. I'm going to leave some slightly gone off bits and pieces in the fridge. See okay. if he's tempted. And then in the bathroom, I would definitely put like that kind of tinting, moisturizing shower stuff. Oh. And that uh, shampoo where it turns your hair. What's that shampoo? I always get told off by Sarah not to use oh, the it. The purple shampoo. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't touch the purple yeah, shampoo. I would do that because then I'd look like a nan who just got a perm you know what I mean yeah so that's what I'd do yeah or food colouring and green shower gel <gasps> oh there's so many on, like plans. so many I think I'm allergic to confrontation so I definitely couldn't do that but I would say maybe send her a message and let her know send her a message or else you gotta bring money into it you gotta you gotta bring up the fact that like you're down money because of him 
pay so someone, once you to, bring pay someone money, to have them killed. Like. Once you bring money into anything, <laughs> they're going to quickly change their tune, aren't yeah. they? Or we could take Kelly's advice on WhatsApp. Tell him to f*** off. <laughs> Logan Roy's dad. <laughs> now, if they want to send me his number, I have no problem texting him to tell him. <laughs> I'd get a kick out of it. Kelly will pass on uh, Maggie's number to you. This is where Ross tells us You give us a little insight into your life really Don't you? A little, o- little autobiographical story It's like a little walk down memory lane And I assist you by adding some You don't I do you don't. It's you com- helpful No you completely You're the harbinger of doom With your sound effects I add some sound effects that uh, May slightly derail the story Ross has to go with it And the story might slightly deviate Depending on what sound effects I play Are you ready for this week's story? I'm as ready as I'll ever I was born ready Then I got undressed And then I'm ready again Okay you're ready to go then Ross <laughs> I want you to tell us the story of your first ever date oh this is an easy one okay I was 15 years of age getting ready inside my house and I had a bit of music playing as I was dancing around in the kitchen putting on aftershave <laughs> I always got ready to oldies and Irish <laughs> I got ready and I sprayed a couple of sprays of cologne It was Lone Wolf by Calvin Klein. (laughs) Put on my shirt, buttoned up the buttons, put on my trousers and then zipped up my zipper and I was done. (laughs) I caught myself in the zipper, lads. You wouldn't believe it. I was raging. I was like, well, that's no action anyway tonight. Off I went, got the bus into town, hopped on the bus and said to the driver, You're all in the bottom of the panel now. Come out with that doctor statement. (laughs) 4.50 from Ballincollig to town. Are you having a laugh? So I got into town. We were meeting inside in Leisureplex, the most magical place in all the world. I went up to the counter and I said, two for Quasar, please. And they said, Face on you like an old butter voucher. <laughs> I said, you, you take butter vouchers here. <laughs> then my date walked in. I tell you what, everything slowed down as she walked in. It was as if there was angels singing in my ear. Yes! Yes! <laughs> we went upstairs and we go play Quasar. The Quasar Marshal came out and went through all of the rules with us. Would you stop taking pictures of yourself? Your sister's going to jail. <laughs> I turned to my date. I said, are you enjoying this? And she said, Date of birth, 15th of the 6th, 85. Making me a Gemini. I said, good. It's always good to make sure that you're not going on a date with a minor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I normally ring Linda Martin before I actually agree to go on a date with somebody. We went down after Quasar. I said, you know what we do? We go bowling. I'm really good at bowling. So we went down and I hit my first shot. I let the ball release and you could hear it roll down the lane and crash into the pins. <laughs> she said, did you just throw Carity B down the lane? I was like, I wasn't even looking at what I was doing. You're so beautiful. I just stuck three holes in something and threw it. <laughs> Next thing, wouldn't you know it? A fire alarm went off inside in Leisureplex. We all filed outside and we watched as the firemen came up and pulled up to the place. They looked at me as if I'd started something and said, Leave Brittany alone! Please! Brittany was being trolled by everybody in Cork, it seems. <laughs> then I moved in 
for the moment I went you know what there's a fire alarm going off inside this is the moment I leaned in for a kiss (laughs) I said I'm not really into scat Uh, that's not my thing I'm only a teenager (laughs) what kind of websites you're looking on she said to me do you want to go out one more time and I looked her straight in the face and I said (laughs) and that's how Covid started (laughs) in the morning. I need to ask you a question now, though. This is a question that's been floating around on the internet over the last couple of days, and it's a question that I want the women of Cork... Boxers. ...to ask the man in their life and tell us the answer you get. Your husband, your boyfriend, your brother, your father. How often, guys, do you think of the Roman Empire? Once, of, once every 10 days, once every fortnight. Once every 10 days or fortnight, you're thinking about the Roman Empire. Yeah, like, well, I mean, being conservative, definitely once every 10 days or every fortnight or more, like. Why are you thinking about the Roman Empire that much? Because they, they did everything. If you turn on a tap, sometimes I'm like, oh, aqueducts. You, Do you know what I mean? What? Yeah, or if I'm driving on a road, I'm like, all roads were built by Romans. Like, then if, I, I'm, I'm, if I'm on a train, definitely. Because the width of every train track is exactly the width of a chariot from Roman times. And when they went over to England, the ruts in the road were based off chariots. And that's where train tracks came from. If ever I have a load of food, like a load of manch, like a big feast... Like if I order like seven starters and just have that oh, instead no, of Oh no, I know where this is going. Then I You're talking about the vomitorium. Yeah, I think... Oh, I knew it. Not, not that. I just think of Roman early. feasts. I go, imagine they had all that stuff all the time. They could just if fill themselves up. If only I had up. a feather. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe it. You're thinking about the Roman Empire once every 10 days. How often do you think about it? That never. How can you not think about the Roman Empire ever? I think the last time I thought of the Roman Empire was last year when I went to Rome and I had no choice but to think about the Roman Empire because it's everywhere. I thought of abacuses twice this week. (laughs) Genuinely. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? I do love a good abacus. Um, Not as much as you, but when I see like old buildings like the GPO or the the courthouse and stuff like that. Come on, you're not thinking about the Roman Empire when you see a post office. I do too. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I see big, like, kind of old, like, brick buildings, I'm like, jeez, oh, the Romans were great, weren't they? What? Yes. Yeah. What? Anytime I think of the education system, anytime I think of the political oh, system, wow. I always think of, I always think of, like, this is all from, this is all Romanesque. How do you get anything done? What do you mean? You're thinking about the Roman Empire so much. Well, nothing's burning. I'm not Nero-like. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Men, on average, apparently, think of the Roman Empire twice a week. And that is being very conservative. That's, yeah. that's actively and being conscious thinking about the Roman Empire. So it's probably a lot more that you're thinking about the Do Roman Empire. Do you never Empire. think of aqueducts when you're when you're having a shower or when you're running never. a tap? Never. I always never. do. Never. Having a cup of tea thinking of aqueducts. I always do. No way. I want to test this out. So women of Cork, we need you on this. I want you to ask the men in your life. If there's a man in the kitchen with you, a man in the car, I want you to ask him. Audio. Audio, please. Record. Yes. Tell us what they say to the question, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? How often... Does the man in your life think about the Roman Empire? That's the question we've been asking you this morning. Apparently, on average, most men think of the Roman Empire twice a week. On average. Good morning to Gillian, who says, my husband says never. You see, that's a very normal man there. 
Never. Never thinks of the Roman Empire. That sounds like someone with nothing in their head. There's no way you can go through life without thinking of the Roman Empire. You have no reason to go through life thinking about the Roman it's Empire. It's everywhere. You don't need to Do you know to those things on your feet? It. Romans made them. Do you know... Sketchers. <laughs> Do you know when you walk down the street, Romans made them. Do you know when you eat grapes, they ate grapes too. <laughs> Come on. Uh, good morning to Katie as well. My husband is a history teacher, so all the time. Uh, yeah. now, there's a reason for that. Uh, also, Chloe says three times a week minimum, says my boyfriend. Now I know why no jobs get done around the house. Yes. Thinking about the Roman Empire even all the when, time. Even when you go off to a different country and you're trying to figure out how to not be charged loads for, for text and stuff. Roman. Dan. R- Roman, guys. <laughs> Roman charges. Yeah. Huh? I thought you were on fire this morning. <laughs> Do you know what else was on fire at one stage? Rome. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. The Roman Empire, lads. Oh. My God. I've never talked so much about the Roman Empire. I've never thought so much about the Roman and Empire. And you should. And apparently... The men of Cork are doing nothing but thinking about the Roman Empire. Good morning to Jack, who says, I thought about the Roman Empire all last week after I watched The Life of Brian. That makes sense, though. That's okay. Yeah, but this will continue now, hopefully, perpetually, to once a week or whatever. Uh, Dan says, without fail, I think of the Roman Empire every second day. Like, they built everything, so how can you not? Exactly. Exactly. Libraries, all that stuff. All. Listen. Not every time I see a library... Oh, every time I'm in a a library, I think of the Romans. Every time. If anyone ever says that they're going to like a swimming pool, I always think of Roman bats. (laughs) Like, how do do you get anything done? Uh, This message, no wonder. Women and young girls can't think about anything other than soaps. (laughs) No, not what what you wash yourself with, but Coronation Street. Apparently, that's all we think about. Thanks for the clarification. (laughs) I thought people were like, Dove or Nivea. (laughs) If you can get all that BS out of your head, said this person, my word, the Roman Empire. I'd say I think about what the Roman Empire has given us today. Uh, And may I add, if ye ladies didn't have a working bathroom, ye would be the first to say, put out the chamber pot, love. (laughs) All right. Yeah, it's like an argument from 1910. I'm too busy thinking about Coronation Street, to be honest. To, I know. To... Listen, every time I'm trying to talk to you about, you know, about fixing up a bathroom or but whatever, Jack you're Duckworth. always like, Jack Duckworth. <laughs> <laughs> he had to put Vera slippers beside her, beside her chair when she died. <laughs> Josephine. Morning, Josephine. Hello, lads. What's the crack? Nothing much now. Nothing much. What are you up to? Oh, we're just going to wait for Cork City. Taking it handy on the road. We just pulled in there. Okay, all right. What are you doing? Are you on the way to work or are you on the... Yeah, we're on the way to work. All right, very good. Uh, big question for you, okay? Uh, yeah. is, there, is there more than one person in the car? Is there someone with you? Yeah, there is. My partner. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yourself and Joanne as well. Uh, yeah. How often do you think of the Roman Empire? Um. Well, while listening... Every day. <laughs> Every day. Oh, yes. You do not. You're such liars, girls. Finally, an, no finally a woman no who has the same mentality way. of the Romans are great. No way. You don't think of <laughs> the Roman Empire. Got the Romans. Hand the Romans. Roma boo. A sentence that has never been said before. Hand the Romans. Listen, like, think about it. June, July, August, all named after, all named after Roman emperors. That's grand, but you don't have to think about it every day. Well, you do yeah. when you're in June, July, and you August. Don't. And then every other time then, you can think about other things about Romans. It make a fair point, Lorraine. I don't know how the lads get anything done. 
See, exactly. <laughs> well, hang on a second. We're thinking about the most industrious group of people in the world that took over half of the world. So, of course, we think about the Romans. If you surround yourself with greatness, then you'll achieve greatness. This is why the bins never get put out. That's why no one ever thinks of Sligo. <laughs> <laughs> the bins never Lads, this Roman Empire thing. It's after... After going after out taking of off, is it? After taking off massively. <laughs> yeah, that's how those empires work, all right. <laughs> we were asking you earlier on, especially the men of Cork, mm-hmm. how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Because seemingly, on average, most men think about the Roman Empire twice a week. Yeah. You're you're working out about that, aren't you, Ross? Uh, about once a week, I would say. But to be honest with you, now, the more I think about it, the more I actually go, no, actually, I do, tw- I do twig it a lot more. Good morning to Andrew on WhatsApp. Morning, guys. I don't understand why anybody would think of the Roman Empire that happened 2,000 years ago, twice a week. Completely nonsensical. And why would you go around thinking of fellas wearing basically sheets on the anyway? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes, Andrew. But, like, you know, what do you sleep in? <laughs> Sheets, sheets, yeah, yeah bed togas. Uh, also, Nate, what's up? Good morning to you. Hey, mate, I think about it every day because uh, I'm roaming my empire every day of the Wee- bloody week. Oh, you bloody, oh, you dingo! Me getting in touch as well, getting in on the action. Morning, guys. Uh, you're on about the Romans there. I think about the Romans every day, lads. Um, the wife asked me to do a job and a couple of days later said, she said to me you didn't do that job it was only a small job and I said hang on girl Rome wasn't built in a day yeah. <laughs> and do you know what all this talk about uh, the Roman Empire in the show today yes I just looked at my phone a couple of minutes ago go on this time last year go on I was in Rome what what I was in Rome oh, can you believe it I am I know what I was in Rome joking? Yeah, oh yeah. Cartwheels and everything what? in the studio. <laughs> what? That's insanity. Calm down. Even your phone down. thinks about Rome more than you do. <laughs> it's a male phone, definitely. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. Yes, this is the part of the show where one of us tells a story and it's up to the other two in studio to decide and determine whether that story is a truth or is it a lie. I think you're lying already. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Today it's my turn. I'm going to give you guys a statement okay. and uh, you're, it's up to you guys to, to probe, I guess, and yeah, try yeah. and tease out whether it's a truth or if it's a lie. Go on. Okay. I once was the reason a stage musical was postponed for an hour mid-show. Oh. Mid-show? Mid-show. Oh, that's oh. worse than it even not starting. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell us the story then. I was in transition year. Okay. St. Mary's McCroom. Sure and I'm trying to get the facts in so we believe we're going to. Yeah. <laughs> we were putting on a, it was no, it was a variety show. So it was like Already tripping up. Go on. You do you do multiple scenes from multiple musicals. Okay. So we did the likes of Aladdin, Oklahoma, Oliver, and there was a couple more, Et I can't cetera. remember. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a lead character. I was firmly in the middle of the chorus. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a tree. A tree? <laughs> And she wasn't even given the full tree energy then to downgrade her to a two. I'm branch, branch number two. We're standing on steps. Mm-hmm. So in front of me, there's probably like 15 girls. Yeah. You know the way I faint a lot? 
This is true. She does faint. She's told me this. So we're halfway through and I start feeling faint. And whenever I start feeling faint, my first thing to do is I have to get on the ground fast because otherwise I could like, potentially... Like it's a bank yeah, or something. Hit the ground. Hit the ground. <laughs> well, if you were the rug, everyone probably would have thought going, oh, really in character. Method. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I black out before I can hit the ground. So I don't remember what actually happened, but what I'm told (laughs) happened was (laughs) I grabbed my friend Mary, who's beside me, and rather than like trying to sit down, I launched the two of us out. (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) Poor old Mary! You launched the two of you on? Out in front of the rest of the girls. (laughs) Somebody wasn't happy with being part of the chorus. (laughs) Come on, Mary, we're going to be the stars. the ground fast forward to all of the music stopping house lights on oh and I'm lying on top of a pile of girls <laughs> oh my what is going on why were the girls piled in the first place because I knocked them all <laughs> and all I can hear is my wrist my wrist from the God. bottom of the pile so it turns out one of the girls Orla Murray was after breaking spraining doing something to her wrist because there was a pile on Mm. Were your parents at this? My dad has this on camera. Oh, <laughs> Albert has this on camera. Albert has this oh. on camera. Oh. The whole show had to be postponed for about an hour because Orla Murray had to get an ambulance. Okay, this is a very good story. It's very believable, I have to say. But yeah. A few in-depth questions. Oh, God. Who was the teacher running this variety show? Miss Behan, Ms. our music Behan. teacher. Right. Okay. Yeah. How many people were in the crowd? In the crowd, it was a full theatre. The Briary Gap, I don't know. 25. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was in the Briary Gap? In the Briary Gap theatre, oh, yeah. yeah. I gigged there. It's yeah. huge. And I don't was know. was there an ambulance called? An ambulance was called, yeah. They had to, I think. I think Orla was fine. I think it was just a sprain after, but uh, they did have to call an ambulance just to be sure. Did the show go on It afterwards? did, yeah. Did so you it, take part in it? I did. You did? You did. <laughs> and you one didn't. Serious You took hazard. out Orla and Listen. then you took her place. Yeah. You couldn't have two people down in the chorus. I mean, the altos are very important. <laughs> the altos. We have the most boring line, but it's very important. Sounds like the Dublin part of a choir. <laughs> the altos. The altos. Right, yeah. I'm going to say it is true. I'm going to say it's false. I'm going to say you took a true thing and you added legs on, made a fake story out of it. I can tell you that box, you are wrong. It's oh, a lie. Oh, no. yes. <laughs> Were you in a show like with Aladdin and stuff? We did do a variety show, but I didn't faint. There was no fainting. Oh, uh, there is no Orla Murray either, and she didn't sprain her wrist. You is scumbag. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. It's a bit unusual, but for the first time, I would say ever. Do you own these seats or do you own these seats? Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're all ours. They are yeah. ours. Yeah, are yeah. they the companies or are they your own personal ones? Yeah, they they belong to the company. Oh, but you don't mind if one of them happens to go missing or whatever later on. Now. Well, no, we'd prefer if they all yeah. stayed here. Thanks, thanks. Right. He's out of the chopper, and he's in studio for the first time ever. Andy, what's the crack? How's it How, going? How are you? Yup, 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 yup. It's very <laughs> unusual to see you in studio. I've I've never seen your legs before or anything. You look at that. Those are nice trainers, man. I tell you what. I tell you what. McCartan Street's finest. Somewhere down there, there's a roadworks fella doing his work on his socks today. <laughs> you know what they're, I mean? They're very nice, though. They really suit you. I like that jacket as well. 
Yeah? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. It's, I would prefer if I kept it. What size is that? Yeah, you don't need to know. What size you is it? You don't need to know. <laughs> just give us a, just give us two letters like an S, an X, S, an M. And uh, we'll say S. S. Alright, that wouldn't even that wouldn't even go on my old doll's arm. <laughs> Annie, you're not in the chomper today. What's going asked, on? She hasn't asked the baby weight yet, like do you know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh. She doesn't even have any kids about the mash about. Yeah, no chopper. I'm after have to. I have to pack it. Look at the weather outside, like. I suppose yeah. You're going to be taking the chopper up. It's nice to be in here, though. You've, what's, you've got air conditioning and everything. Yeah, all the mod cons. Yeah, it reminds me of being inside. Unbelievable. <laughs> no bars the, on the windows, though. What is the crack today? What what's happening? What's the news? Uh, big announcement. Go on. Big announcement. I'm running for Lord Mayor. You're running for Lord Mayor. Yeah, I got a band and all with me. Is that what you brought the band? Oh. Yeah. Oh, Crank wow. it up, lads. Wow. Bang out the tunes. Oh, wow. oh God. Wow. Oh, yeah. Lord Mayor. I didn't think you'd be uh, politically motivated now, Anthony. Oh, I loves all things politically. Uh, like, if I if I made Lord Mayor, right, like, I get to wear a decent massive chain. You've seen the chain on Daphne? Unbelievable. Um, like, is that real gold? I, I Listen, I tested it and everything. I brought it into cash converters and everything. I said, have a check off that. The man didn't even know it was gone. I only had it for half an hour. <laughs> I'd make it a bit shorter, though. I'd take out one of the links and I'd make a grill for my teeth as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, you man, T-Pain. Classic. You know? uh, also, you, uh, I get the first car of the year. Unreal. Oh, yeah, Two yeah. of them. Because they split it in half now because Gomies were afraid of 2013. Uh, imagine, like, you're doing donuts around Tesco car park. The shades pull all you over and then the chauffeur gets arrested. <laughs> <laughs> So come on, what would be your policies then if you were to be Lord Mayor? Uh, you're only allowed busk in town if you're playing Dace and Jones, right? Get those panpipe fellas to learn a bit more Tiesto and have that leprechaun spoon fella do a bit of a... Uh, a bit of a... <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're asking a I lot I don't know how there. you play on a spoon, but you know, would Lauren. You, would you do anything to move the event centre along? Because I know people would love if you could manage that. Oh, no, 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 no. None of that. None of that. Fools. The whole lot of them. A bunch of fools in the first place. We don't need no event centre at all. We don't need no event centre. Do you know what I mean? I'm turning a bit Trump now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> sure, like, we've loads of places up the north side like that you could just use instead. Loads of play, loads of space up there. Like you got the Flying Battle... Oh yeah, you got the cotton ball. Oh yeah, linen gooley, the denim nut, the woolly gonads. I don't think I know those. What about transportation then, Annie? Like, are you in favour of this new proposed tram, this Lewis Dart thing that they have in mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But only if they call it like they, they can't be calling it just the Cork Lewis. Like that's that's just copycatting. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we, we don't want to be like the Dubs. Like we need to we need to have our own name. Do you know what I mean? Right. Something that signifies the dignity and prestige of Cork. Ooh, okay, okay. You're going big here. So what do you propose then? Trammy McTramface. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. Of course. Guaranteed. So to be Lord Mayor now as well, Anthony, you know you have to be a good orator. You have to be you have to be a good speaker. You have I'm to be Sagittarius. No, like an orator, like a public speaker. How would you fare with making speeches and stuff? Oh, listen, girl, listen. I've talked in front of so many important people. Judges, guards, <laughs> parole officers. I'm well able to do speeches. Like, listen listen to this now, right? All right, ready? fine. Esteemed people of Cork and Southsiders, lend me your ears. Hang on, band, come on, crack, 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 back up, lads. Your, lend me your ears, your lawnmowers and your Netflix passports. Stand up and vote for me on the issues that really matter. I have a dream. I have cheese before I go to bed, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> no more having to put coins in trolleys. Change merchant's key to merchant's key so it matches cold care. <laughs> Lengthen the till counter at Aldi. It's like throwing your Kellogg's cornflakes off a cliff. <laughs> Fix the clocks in Shandon. 
and stop taking the cone off for the match, you statue. I can't keep climbing up there to put it back on like my back is aching. <laughs> Paul Anthony, number one. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 well, that was an enjoyable podcast that we all sat around and listened to together for 40 minutes, wasn't Yes, we it? did. I found it very mm. enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Uh, listen, we have a radio show as well as this podcast, just in case you found us through only the podcast. <laughs> and it's on every single morning, Monday to Friday, 6am to 9am on Cork's 96FM. And uh, yeah, this is where we do more uh, more having a laugh and stuff. You don't I, know how to end this bit, do you? Do you, know, do you know what it is? I'm still <laughs> thinking of the trilogy stuff and it's... it's really, <laughs> I'm just... Uh, and also uh, go to 96 of them social media as well where you can find all of the videos and clips from stuff that we've made on the show as well uh, give it a like give it a share and comment and don't say anything mean about uh, books or Lorraine that's it bye see you next bye. week bye